I didn't have the strength to worry about what was happening to me. I just wanted to escape from the pain in my back and my head. Sleep seemed like the only release. When I woke up in the hospital, my parents were hovering over me with looks of pure anguish on their faces. They told me the doctors were sending us to another hospital so that I could get better, and patted my hands and placed clammy palms on my burning forehead. I was already having trouble breathing. I remember hearing my mother pulling air audibly into her lungs, as if she could compensate for my struggling. I don't remember the ride to the polio ward in Syracuse, but I remember the moment they placed me into the iron lung, closing it around my slight body and fixing the rubber collar around my neck so that it made a seal. I couldn't see most of the machine, but I could feel the instant relief as I gave over the newly difficult work of breathing to a device much more capable than I was. It seemed miraculous. Weeks later, after we had slipped into a bizarre routine of daily visits and strange forms of physical therapy, my mother sat down next to my iron lung and put her hands on both of my cheeks. Vivian, sweetheart, my mother said, her eyes red from crying. We have something very hard to tell you. What? I said. In those weeks after I fell ill, my mother often looked like she'd been crying, so I wasn't all that concerned. It's Darlene, she said, choking over my sister's name. She didn't make it. But you said she could come to see me when I was better. No, Vivian, my mother said. She had polio like you, except she's gone now, gone to heaven. My mother still had her hands on my cheeks. My father stood on the other side of me, one hand on the top of my head, as if they could somehow cushion the last part of me that still functioned on its own. I don't know that I have ever felt worse or more sorry for myself than on that day. Darlene, I later learned, contracted polio the day after I did. I could never ask my parents to give me the details of her illness, because I knew they couldn't relive them in the telling. They needed me to focus on surviving, because losing both of their children was inconceivable. Even at six, I knew that. I had to preserve whatever reason for living they had managed to retain. And so... I fought to resume the life I once led, albeit without Darlene. I couldn't wait to ride a bike, go on picnics, swim in the lake near our house, and catch fireflies again in the midsummer dusk. It was not all that uncommon for children with polio to regain their ability to breathe and move just before Jonas Salk's vaccine became widely available in the mid-1950s. Some were in wheelchairs, others in braces, but they still moved independently through the world. I had no doubt I would be one of them. My favorite visitor, besides my parents, was Dr. Mitchell. He was tall and young for a doctor, and had Clark Cable hair, and he always brought me a lollipop when he came to see me. Hiya, peaches, Dr. Mitchell said one day after my parents left for their lunch in the hospital cafeteria. He took the lollipop, which was cherry, and smashed it into pieces with a metal instrument on the rolling cart next to my lung. 
I couldn't manage a lollipop by myself, but I could suck on small pieces as long as someone was there to make sure I didn't choke. He placed a bit of the candy on my tongue. Are we going outside? I asked him. The staff sometimes took groups of us out to the patio in nice weather, wheeling our bulky machines on their gurneys through the hospital's wide doors. It's raining, sweetheart, he said. We can't take you out there today. You'd rust like the tin man. I laughed and stuck out my tongue so that he could place another small piece of the lollipop on it. But I do have some news for you, he said. We're going to give your lungs a chance to start working on their own again. Wouldn't you like to get out of this thing once in a while? I thought about it for a moment. I hated being trapped inside all the time. But whenever the nurses open the lung to change my clothes or clean me or adjust the various tubes that handled bodily functions, I noticed.